When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Celebrate the holidays at Hale Varsity Club with an exciting lineup of holiday-themed events like ugly Christmas sweater karaoke and holiday music bingo. Plus... Happy hour all day on New Year's Eve during college football bowl games. Hale Varsity Club has something for everybody. Stop in this month to try our new menu items like the Nashville Hot Honey Chicken, Crispy Breaded Wings, and the Benning Burger. It's a spicy burger named after Damon Benning. Visit HaleVarsityClub.com for the full event calendar and make a reservation now. The best food in the world isn't on your typical delivery apps. It's right down the street in your very own neighborhood. With Chef, you can enjoy authentic dishes from over 90 different countries, freshly prepared by your local neighbors and delivered right to your door. With over 1 million dishes served, your local cooks spend hours preparing your meals with care plus attention you won't find anywhere else. Explore a world of flavor today at Chef.com. That's Chef with an S dot com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Hot Off the Mess, a podcast brought to you by The Dip. I'm your host, Samantha Bush, and today is, of course, it's Bravo Friday. We fucking did it, you guys. We made it through the week. We, I mean, truthfully, there are some weeks where I feel like there's not much going on, like news-wise in the Bravo world. That is not this week. Because there's so many shows on and so many things to cover and so many things to keep my eye on and ears on that I'm just like, I'm a little overwhelmed. Like we got Winter House drama. We got, you know, Potomac reunion coming up. We did just wrap up Beverly Hills. You know, I don't really need to remind you guys. You all are in it with me. And also, I got to talk with the one and only Tamara When I tell you this was like a full circle moment, I don't even know how to describe it because I didn't want to bring this up to her face because I was scared, but she did block me at one point. I was blocked. I don't know if she remembers. It was like right when I started my account, she was the second person to ever block me. But I love Tamara. I never hated Tamara. So... You know, I definitely didn't want to bring that up. I feel like that would be that'd be tough. That would that would set the tone. But you know, we talked about All Stars. We talked about Eddie. We talked about, of of course, Orange County. We talked about everything. So check that out. It's at the like towards the end of this episode. And let's just get into like recapping because, like I said, so much fucking happened. 
first of all, I'm glad that Potomac, we are... I'm not sad. Well, okay. Let, let me think about this. I'm excited for the reunion because I think we need some bows tied up. Like, we've had some loose ends. I feel like I know that it's a bummer that the re, that the season was a little shorter than normal. But also, I feel like enough happened. I felt like it was just a good season of Housewives. I mean, I, you know, it's not going to be like... Beverly Hills level drama where it's like, did someone allegedly like steal from orphans and widows? Like, we're not going to get that on Potomac. I think we need to like realize that Beverly Hills is having like a very, very good year, but that doesn't mean the other housewives aren't having good years just because there's no uh, like lawsuits and things going on over there. I think it was a great season. I was really happy with, with everything. I thought every week it made me laugh. You know, I got emotional sometimes, you know, with the whole Mia and her mom thing that really got me because it's just sad. And then, you know, Giselle is on like a path of self-discovery, <laughs> sort of. We're working on it. But yeah, I'm excited for the reunion. There was a sneak peek clip that came out. <sighs> and Ashley refers to herself as Darby's Barbie. And I was disgusted. She's like, that's what he calls me. Girl, run for the fucking hills. If if my husband, I mean, and I say this as a extremely single individual, like I, I have no prospects. Like there is no one on the horizon. And <laughs> okay, I really quick, speaking of being single, this is just a really quick side note. I was at my friend's house and we were trying to decide on like a movie to watch and like on her HBO for you, like recommendations, like the third movie that it recommended was how to be single. And I was like, that's tough. That's tough to see. What is HBO? <laughs> like, oh God, it's just, it really, really got me. It really made me laugh, but okay. If my husband, whenever I get a husband, if he ever refers to me as a trophy wife or a Barbie of some kind, I divorce papers. Divorce. If you are putting me through what Michael Darby has put Ashley Darby through and you call me Darby's Barbie, baby, we are done. Case closed. Moving on. Give me half your money. It, it, we're No, no, no. Like that's where, I mean, is that where she draws the line? Probably not. I mean, he's grabbed everyone's ass allegedly under the fucking sun. So yeah, that was a tough, that was a tough moment. Even Andy was like, oh, and Candace, of course, Queen, made a face when Ashley said that. She was like, oh, it's weird. Just a weird thing to say, Darby's Barbie. I know that it was like, and Giselle had a weird reaction to it too. She was like, oh, I was like, why are you saying that's cute? That's not fucking cute. It's weird. Because he's just, you know, especially knowing how Michael, like the comments he's made about Ashley's postpartum body, like blah, 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 like all of that. It's just, disgusting. Okay. I want to talk about Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. Okay. I really liked Meredith season one. I enjoyed her blase, disengaged personality. This season, it's like, girl, we need you to step it the fuck up. I cannot handle this. Like I'm disengaging. I'm disengaging. Like she's asleep. All the time. She's like Robin Dixon, like sleepy time, sleepy time tea. It's, I don't fully understand. I'm like, you are on a show. Like, that's why I'm almost like, 
Jen is fucking bringing it. Jen gives us confessionals. Jen gives us gossip. Jen gives us exciting little moments where she's going down, you know, an ice luge in a complete fur look. Jen said, if I'm going to be the villain, I'm leaning into it. Then we got Lisa Barlow, who, I mean, she couldn't be more wrong. She she couldn't be more. She's leaving. (laughs) She leaves trails to her messes. Like I've like I've never seen. It's almost impressive to witness because she's so like digs her heels and like I'm not doing anything wrong. And it's like, Lisa, Lisa, honey, your fingerprints are all over this one. Just take the L. But she doesn't, and I love her for it. God love her, you know. I also really enjoy her children. I find them to be very fascinating. Jack and Henry. Little business moguls, little businessmen. I think they're good kids. I enjoy them. Now, Mary. Mary, Mary, what are we going to do about What are we going to do about Mary? Mary, uh, okay, we have to discuss this because, so a man showed up, one of Lisa's friends showed up at the party for Fresh Wolf and disclosed, you know, Mary, allegedly runs a cult of some kind. It's dark-sided. It's demonic. He was like, I was part of the church, and now I'm not because Mary is a bad lady. Now, this man is dead. I'm just going to sit with that for a minute. This man is dead. But I'm not touching this any further because it's a little too dark for me. Yeah. Now, next week, we are finally getting to the gen of it all, the Jen amazing moment where she gets arrested and there's helicopters and there's SWAT teams and there's FBI and there's pro- production. And, you know, of course, we get the Whitney going. Fraud. One of my favorite things. So I'm excited for that. I think people need to like, I get that Salt Lake City isn't doing what we I think everyone kind of looked back on Salt Lake City with a little bit of hindsight, with a little bit of rose-colored glasses, like season one was giving everything. And it's like, I don't think it was giving like people think. I think it was just new. It was a bright, shiny new toy. We liked the women. We liked the fashion. We liked the snow. We liked the boots. Like we we liked what was going on. And then I think we expected when you pair it with Beverly Hills, because they both are dealing with like lawsuits, et cetera, that you're expecting that level of like shit going on. And I personally think production waited a little too long to get to the gen of it all. I think, you know, we started the premiere with the the hottest six minutes of uh, all time. And then now I'm watching Brooks and Jen have a sit down over Caprese salad. It's just, it's just not... I do enjoy it. I, you know, I really wish that they, Bravo didn't put the programming right after Potomac. I don't think it did what they wanted it to do. Meaning like, okay, now people are, because so many people watch Potomac, they have such good ratings. Now we're going to stick around for Salt Lake City. It's like, we're tired. Fucking tired. Housewives back to back is not a thing we should have ever done. Housewives in like Shaw's. Housewives in Married to Medicine. Housewives in Winter House. Fuck yes, let's do it. Let's do it. But no, it's just not, it's not what we're getting because their ratings are looking a little Dallasy. It's not looking great for Salt Lake. I'm just going to say that. I feel like they're going straight to Peacock next time. Yeah.
Let's get into Vanderpump. I don't really have that much to say about Vanderpump. Honestly, uh, is Tom Sandoval okay? He seems very on edge, this man. He seems to be like, whoa. I don't know what is going on with Tom Sandoval this year. Now, am I enjoying it? Absolutely. I find it to be riveting, personally. Watching this mustachioed man in, you know, Tommy Bahama blouses. Getting involved in the drama. And I appreciate that. So after my talk with Charlie, you guys can listen to that. It came out on Tuesday. It really got me thinking like, Lala really distanced herself from this group. Because back when it was like the OGs, she was heavily involved with Stassi and Kristen and Jax and Brittany. Like that, that was her crew that she hung out with. She hitched her wagon to the wrong horse because those people are no longer on the show. So now she kind of has to come back and integrate with the group that she abandoned. And you have to also keep in mind, Ariana and Sheena were the only ones that were her friend in the beginning. They were the ones that stood by her. I mean, Ariana even said she was like, you know, I lied for her about Randall. So now, do I think Lala is doing this for us as the viewers is to bring this shit up? Absolutely. And I thank her for it. I think my lucky, lucky stars, she knows what needs to be done and I respect it. Do I think she's projecting? Absolutely. I wrote about it on the dip. I think Lala is projecting a little bit because I think, and I think we've all been there. Like when your relationship maybe isn't going well, or you're having issues, it's much easier to find flaws in other people's relationships to focus on so you don't have to deal with your own shit. I think Lisa Rinna also does this all the time where she finds issue with other people. So she does it. So it takes the heat off of her. I think Lala is doing that, especially knowing what we know now with her and Randall being broken up. Clearly there was something going on. And I also think she maybe feels that someone would have said something to her. Now, do I think she would have listened? Probably not. It probably would have been a big blow up, but I, you know, she did say to Sheena, she was like, when I heard that Brock had two kids, I was excited because, you know, someone can really relate to me being a young stepmom to two girls. Like, that's a lot to take on when you're like 30 is to be a stepmom to like adolescent children. Yeah. Wow. So I don't know. I'm enjoying the drama. I love a walk off, storm off. Lisa Vanderpump is disgusted by Brock. Also, I want to discuss Brock's blow up that he had on Watch What Happens Live. If that doesn't scream Sheena's soulmate, I don't know what does. This man, long hair, Jason Momoa looking ass, got a blowout at Dry Bar to go on Watch What Happens Live. Those silky locks were pressed down. It looked great. I wanted to run my fingers through it. Am I attracted to Brock? No. Is he Luke? No. But, uh, you know, I they look like a match made in heaven, if you know what I mean. All right. Beverly Hills reunion. See, I'm like zooming through this, you guys. I just like, I've, I've had three cups of coffee. I am lit. Okay. I have not eaten, have not had a damn thing. And I, I'm just racing. I'm feeling good. Anywho. Now, 
Beverly Hills reunion, we wrapped up the four-part reunion. Do I think it needed to be a four-part reunion? Eh, no, but am I going to eat up every minute of it? Absolutely. I think Andy Cohen Esquire did an amazing job at this reunion. Um, and I think everyone should keep in mind, they were probably filming for 12 hours. There was probably so much he asked and so much she said that like, they're, how do you even decide what goes in the reunion? Because it's like, everyone's complaining that it's four parts, but it's like, it could have been longer, probably. They did everyone a service who's complaining, and people got to stop fucking complaining. Jesus Christ. No one in the Bravo land is, like, ever happy with anything. Like, and this is coming from someone who loves to complain. I love to bitch. I love to moan. I love to complain. I love to, like, talk about how annoyed I am. But when it comes to Bravo, it's like, okay, if you hate it so much and you think Bravo is, like, a piece of shit, then stop watching Stop. Shift your energy to like TLC or like Married at First Sight or something. Like, I, like, what do you want? Sorry. That is just like really grinds my gears. Or as Alice said, Fred of the Pod says, a bee in my bonnet. I just, I think Erica answered every question and thinks that she should just get a fucking medal for doing that. Do I think it was smart? No. I think her lawyers are probably like, can you shut the fuck up? Like, seriously, shut the fuck up. Uh, because it's like the court is going to use all of that. And there was a moment. I don't know what exactly was being said or what Andy asked. But there was a moment where I saw it all click for Andy. Like in that moment, I just like his face. I just distinctly remember it being like, oh, this is OK. Lawyers are going to ask for this footage. This Bravo is going to be subpoenaed like this is happening. So I'm going to fucking go for it. I thought he did a great job. I thought he asked all the questions. I don't think he held back at all. You know, and I'm glad Sun didn't back down. Also, the way that Erica speaks to these women is fucking insane. She is a monster. The way she finds herself to be the victim in all of this is really mind blowing. Like, when she said to Tom, how could you do this to me? It was like, honey, there are victims involved, like alleged victims. And you're thinking about yourself. Okay. <sighs> I don't know what to believe, actually. I, it's all confusing. I'm kind of like, now that it's over, I can like take a breath and like, you know, breathe. It was a lot. Brenna also saying that she's a good friend. Fucking ridiculous, girl. When the Bravo editors flashed back to her be not being a good friend, I was like, there we go. That's that's why I love this shit. Because the they, they don't stand for that. If you say something contradictory, they're like, we are going back in the vault and we'll find something. Now, Winter House. Winter House. I love it guys. I love those little snow bunnies. <sighs> I'm going to say something that it's, it takes, it's going to be hard for me to say. I have to take a sip of water before I even get to it. Cause I'm so shocked. Austin and Sierra have chemistry. I didn't want to have to admit this, but I want to be truthful. I want to be honest. They do. They have chemistry. I think he's a goober. I think he's a Muppet. I think he's a beta bitch. But he, those little forehead kisses, I was like, whoa, <laughs> there's love here. There's love. And, you know, I said I didn't like Julia. 
well, no. Yeah, I don't like Julia, but I also don't like Gabby. But the thing is, is Gabby is kind of unlikable. So even though Julia is wrong, you're still like, you know, we've all known a Julia, the girl that like has a boyfriend, but she needs every guy to still like her. And then I don't know. I think it's really shitty of her. I don't think she's a good friend. I felt for Gabby in that moment, but Gabby is like so quiet. I think like, I mean, the girl has post-its to remind her to speak to people now do what you got to do, whatever helps you, you know, but is it helping? Are those helping? When Luke walked in and saw those post-its, he was like, ooh, no. Because Luke is one of those men, I think, who's like faux deep. Like where he's like down to earth and like rugged. But like he's not he's not like a self-help seeker. Like our sweet baby daddy, Carl Radke. You know what I'm saying? Now, the moment that Kyle cried because he thought Amanda was gone was so heartwarming. I was like, there's love here. Like they really do love each other. Uh, You know, I think it's, I thought it was really cute. And then when he brushed her teeth for her, I was like, if that's not love, if my man doesn't brush my teeth in bed for me, because I'm too drunk to stand up. I, I don't want it. Did now I wanted to know the logistics. Like, did he bring her a cup to like swish and spit out in? I don't know, but I thought it was sweet. And I feel bad for Lindsay when it comes to this Austin thing. And I'm going to say something again, you know, hot takes over here every day, hot off the mess express is this situation is a little reminiscent of Luke and Hannah. If you ask me where Luke would call Hannah all the time, tell her he loved her, blah, blah, blah. Austin did the same thing. And, you know, God forbid you think, okay, this boy likes me. And then he doesn't. You know, that's tough. But I'm excited to see her little bit buds of romance with Jason. I think that will be like a fun, flirty little moment. I think she'll destroy him. I think she'll chew him up and spit him out. But I want to watch every second of it. Now, as far as Andrea and our little Paigey, I, this girl is such a Scorpio through and through. When they were on the bed making out next to Austin and Sierra, who were also making out, and... And Austin, like, looked over it. He was like, did he just, like, lightly choke her? And Paige was like, you have to get out of here. You are doing things like, you know, this, we will have sex if you continue to do this. I was like, that's a Scorpio right there. That is my girl. Now, I'm excited to see the little Easter eggs we've been given with Craig and Paige. Like, Bravo keeps doing that. Like, when she was discussed. She was disgusted by Andrea wanting to deadlift her. Like, put, like she was like, what the fuck? And then in the confessionals when she said, dad bod, I like a dad bod. We all saw Craig's body. And he even said he had a dad bod the episode before. So I'm just saying. I'm excited. I love Winter House. It's getting great ratings, which makes me so excited. And I know it's a very short season. It's like a little, like, it's just a little something. A little something to like, nibble on while we wait for summer house which i think will be fantastic because i also think carl and Lindsay are dating so they did a couple's costume i talked about those on monday but yeah so i'm just gonna leave it at that you know i'm excited to see where things go i I, one one last thing kyle did talk to sierra and austin like they were his children and i thought that that was odd (laughs) 
Like he's really, really leaning into being like the old man of the show. And I find that to be strange. Also, I'm not into this Luke and Julia thing. Julia, you got a boyfriend. Let I know Gabby and Luke aren't going to be a thing, but it just feels, I don't know. You ugh, Listen. Now, will I watch every minute? Yes, I will. Absolutely. And with pleasure. Okay, so that's pretty much it for Bravo this week. Let's take a quick break. And when I come back, I will be talking with Tamara Judge. The best food in the world isn't on your typical delivery apps. It's right down the street in your very own neighborhood. With Chef, you can enjoy authentic dishes from over 90 different countries, freshly prepared by your local neighbors and delivered right to your door. With over 1 million dishes served, your local cooks spend hours preparing your meals with care plus attention you won't find anywhere else. Explore a world of flavor today at Chef.com. That's Chef with an S dot com. You know those cigarette butts that you see every day? They're made of microplastics and they line our streets and waterways. On California beaches, they're the number one plastic you'll find. Over 35 years, cleanups have collected millions combined. But no matter where you see them, they're all getting smaller, eventually leaching into our food, our air, our water. The tobacco industry's to blame for all of the harm that they do. For the harm to the people we love, and the harm to you too. Learn more at undo.org. Oh my God. Well, first of all, thank you so much for coming on. I am obsessed with you. Obviously have been for like 15 years. Oh, Um, so sweet. I always like, in fact, I was talking to Dave Quinn a little while ago and I'm like, I agreed to do a podcast because I've kind of, I swore off podcasts for a a while and I agreed to do one. And I'm like, and I didn't even like ask any questions or anything. He's like, with who? And I told him, he's like, oh, she's great. She's great. She's a friend of mine. I love Dave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dave and I are super close. I love Dave so much. I was, t- I was actually texting him this morning and I was like, oh my God, I'm talking to Tamara today. Like I was so excited. Oh uh, yeah. Um, I, uh, we talked probably every single day. Yeah. Dave is like truly one of the best. I, I mean, I, I'm going to plug his book, obviously not all diamonds of rosé. Oh yeah. It, not that it needs it because it's a New York Times bestseller, but. Well, now that I know that he's getting uh, like royalties from it, because I wasn't sure. You never know with Bravo, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay, I'll plug it totally for you. Yeah, I know. I was like, uh, so Dave's going to get like paid for this, right? Like that's what. That's what I asked him too, because you yeah. just never know. You never yeah. know with them. Yeah. You never know with Bravo, but. Yeah. First of all, I just have to ask you, like, how are you doing? Like, I feel like the last few months have been following you through the summer. And like, I feel like you've had so much going on. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing great. Just kind of really taking a back seat and just enjoying life and trying to stay off social media as much as possible. I always have a lot going on. It's just I, you know what? I wrote that in my notes. I said, you have a lot going on, but you always have a lot going on. (laughs) I always have a lot going on. I mean, if it's not one thing or another, like, you know, our house flooded in April, we had to move out of our house. So we just recently moved back in. I got a ton of business opportunities, never have enough time to do them all. 
we have Cut Fitness and our CBD company. And I mean, I'm just busy all the time. And not to mention driving my daughter around everywhere. So (laughs) driving your daughter around. And then, you know, you had your boobs done or redone, taken. I don't know. the. I had them removed. I had them removed. removed. Yeah. For the past couple of years, I've had a lot of autoimmune issues. So mm-hmm. yeah, I went through so many tests, so many CT scans and ultrasounds and all these blood tests, never can find anything wrong. I mean, I would have legit like doubled over in pain and oh my God. I would have scoping done. I mean, I've had every test you can imagine and yeah. they'd be like, we don't see anything. And it was just constant inflammation in my body. And it was because of my implants. Oh my God. And how are you feeling now? Are you feeling better? Oh my God. I feel so much better. I did oh have, to have a, like, I'm, I think I'm at the age where I'm like, just figure everything out because everything yeah. scares me. I don't want cancer. I don't want, you know, I'm like so scared. I'm just so in tune with my body too, because I work out and I eat healthy for the most part. So whenever I feel something weird, I'm like, Oh God, what's going on? So I, I mean, I feel good. I had a little sinus procedure done two weeks ago too. And it's just, Oh my God. I swear. It's like you and Vicky I feel like always have something going on, like within your life. Like you guys, that's why you guys are like drawn to each other. I think like, just like agents of chaos. I I love it. I I love it so much. Um, I'd be bored if I didn't have something going on all the time. You know, I get that feeling from you that you like are on the go at all times. I am on the go, but I'm also very much a homebody. Like I prefer to be home. Yeah. When I have like all these appointments, I mean, it's been nice because all my meetings are on Zoom for the past mm-hmm. year and a half. But right. when I have like, if I look at my schedule, I'm like, oh my God, I have this. I get stressed out. I'm like, I have this to do and this to do on Tuesday and this to do on Wednesday. Like, I'm like, I don't yeah, stay out. Yeah. Was that hard being a homebody and like filming housewives? Because <laughs> I feel like I would just be so stressed out and have such anxiety. I think I got to a point, you know, after so many years, like I was just on autopilot and then it got Mm -hmm. to a point where I'm like, you know, after I was off the show, I'm like, Oh my God, it's just so nice to not get made up, not to, you know, have to go out, not to be busy all the time. It was nice. But then, you know, then I'm like, Oh, am I bored now? Like, (laughs) like, I'm never happy. Like I like to stay home, but I want to go out. (laughs) Yeah, I, I really, I have like FOMO where it's like, I'm so happy being on the couch with my dog, but at the same time, I'm like, should I be going out? Yeah, that's, exactly. Like that's, that's what was nice about COVID. Cause I was like, no one's doing anything. Yeah. So it's like, well, there's nothing to be jealous. When of. it came to the show, you know, I always thought about it. It's just, it's work. It's a job. I have an assignment. I have a duty to do. And I just did it. And I was just really kind of on autopilot all the time. And then it wasn't until, you know, in the past year, I'm like, wow, how did I do that for so long? I was so busy all the time, even though like our filming schedule was only four months at the most, you know, mm-hmm. then it's like press and then traveling and then interviews. And, you know, it was just, it was yeah. And then you got to like prep for the reunion and then you have to prep for the next season. Like there's always something going, something on. going on. And then when you're not filming, you're not doing the reunion, you're not doing press, you're on a phone with one of the cast members because they're complaining about something. Yeah. You know? So I can take a guess at who that person is. <laughs> that I is a full-time a job. Yeah, I can imagine. So how has it been seeing people's response to you with the book? 
have you heard anything about like people just like completely losing their minds over you and not all no. that and Rose? Oh my God, yeah. it's been amazing. They've been oh. saying the most amazing things. They're like, we have to thank Tamara Judge for uh-huh. like you're like basically you created housewives. Uh-huh. Like I know Vicky was like the OG. Yeah. But like you really like they made it a point in the book to like talk about your influence in that. Yeah, I did read a little bit about that. I um I didn't get the book. They sent it to me, but they sent it to the wrong address. So I'm still waiting oh for God. my book, Bravo. Um Bravo. but I did get a PDF text to me. So I was just skimming through. I mean it's so hard to read something that's a small, but I skimming know. through the Orange County section. And um I was like, whoa, like you know, it was nice to be recognized for what I did in the time that yeah. I put in. And, you know, because when I left yeah. the show, I felt like, oh, my God, I just got kicked to the curb and nobody gives a shit. No, <laughs> everyone's it was, like it was nice. It was really nice. Yeah, I think that I was the first one to go on the show and speak my mind and call people out. And and then from there, you know, tables were flipped. Look, look what you started, Tam. <laughs> I know, right? Look what you did. Jeez. <laughs> I love it. You know, we all have to thank Tamara Judge. Aww. And then when I went to BravoCon, obviously your implants were in the museum. Yes. That was amazing. I took a photo next to them. I hope oh, that's you did. not weird. Okay. <laughs> I, was like, I, I was like, these are Tamara's implants. Yes. When I got my um, implants removed three months ago, mm-hmm. I got a text message from Andy and he says, do we need the implant and other implants in the clubhouse? Like I said, I will save them for you. <laughs> so I have them oh, say it was funny God. because they literally sealed them up and threw them in the dumpster. And I called my doctor. I'm like, do you still have my implants? So he called the surgery center and somebody dug them out of the trash. <laughs> oh my God. I'm obsessed with that. So you're going to have two sets of implants. Uh, I mean, <laughs> an icon and icon. I love it. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad to hear that, like, you're feeling better. How is Eddie feeling? Because I know that your last season on the show, it, he was having a hard time with his heart. Yeah. And so how's he doing? He went through about two years of treatment. He had about 10 heart procedures combined, three ablations, which that's where they go in and cauterize part of the heart that's misfiring. Oh, okay. And- and so it was, you know, it was a two-year ordeal. I feel like he was in the hospital every month, which is so, like, it was so hard because he's so normally so healthy and so fit and so active. And then... And he's um, like a fitness king. Yeah, exactly. He's, like, always riding his bike. Like, he's, like, you're, yeah. he had a bicycle at your wedding. Like, yeah. no, he's, he's like, he's, super healthy. Yeah, yeah, he's a cyclist. So he will get on his bike and ride, like, 75 miles. Like, no big deal. It's crazy. And I think that was probably a big part of it. When you have um, high endurance athletes, they pump so much blood through their heart that it can start misfiring. So so I think that could have contributed to it. They don't know. It could have been hereditary genetic. He doesn't know his father. So he doesn't know, you know, if that's hard. Yeah. Same issues. But for the most part, he's, he's actually still on blood thinners because there is a part of his heart that's not pumping correctly. And because of COVID, he's had a little bit of a setback because his doctor mainly works out of Houston, but he would come down to San Diego and treat patients once a month. And um, he hasn't been able to do that. So Dr. Natali, when he comes back, he's got to go back. They have to do some more scanning and possibly put an implant into the appendage of his heart. 
which is a little tiny area that um, it's from like when your heart is developed in utero. So it's a little, little area and it really doesn't do anything. You really don't need it. So because they had to ablate inside there, it stopped pumping. So now he's got to put like an implant in there to, to block it because oh my God. Can get a, blood could pull in there and he can get, have a stroke. So now oh. he's on blood thinners. So it's, I mean, it's just crazy, but it's all the procedures are relatively safe and it's, he didn't have to have like open heart surgery. So it could have been way yeah. than what it was. Yeah. Well, that's good that like he's, you know, getting better. Yeah. No, he feels great. It's just, he okay. just can't be on the blood thinners anymore because he like, we're, we're going camping this weekend and we're going motocross riding. So, I mean, if you're on blood thinners, you go and crash right out. Like that's not, right. you know, and he, what he normally would do, he'll, he'll not take them for the weekend. So in case he gets an accident or something. Oh my God. Well, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm thinking of one of the hottest, hottest husband, hottest house husbands. There we go. He yeah. is gorgeous. He is handsome. And you know what? Mostly- you and him are just hot. Aww, you are sweet. Dave, Dave has told me that he's like, <laughs> when Dave talks about you and Eddie, he'll be like, they're so hot together. Oh, he's like, I just love, to I love him. I'm I like, no, they really are. Oh, with Eddie, it's about, like, he's got such a good heart and he's such a good person and he's so sweet and he's so caring and he just loves people. Like he would just like, he wants to hear everything about, you know, his friends and he's always, he's very touchy. He's always rubbing yeah. my shoulder, his friend's shoulder, my mom's shoulder. Like he's just a very, like, he just loves people so much. Me, not so much. I'm not that that's why you guys work out. Yeah, I know. I'm like, hi, nice to meet you. Bye. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. It's like he's, I don't know if you've ever heard the term of like a golden retriever husband, like where your husband's almost like a golden retriever, like where he's just happy to see everybody. And he's just so excited to like yeah. say hi. And he's just like so happy all the time. That's um, funny. I mean, he, <laughs> me, he has his moments, but not very often. <laughs> One of my favorite things about you and Eddie from the show that I remember is how like protective he was of you, like yeah. with your friends, like he would always be like Tamara. I don't know. Like he always really yeah. looked out for you. And I always really loved that. Well, the one thing that Eddie really focuses on is just positivity and, and just mm-hmm. being positive and present and life in general. And, you know, the show doesn't exactly show positivity promote that <laughs> yeah they don't promote positivity yeah so to have like certain cast members that would just bring you down or constantly na- nagging or so negative he's like really do you really need that in your life because when you're around that all the time you know you start believing in that stuff and you start you know manifesting all this stuff so he's just really a, a positive person and he just was always looking at you like if that's what you want to do go ahead and do it but mm-hmm. um i don't think it's the best thing for you Kind of yeah. Thing. And he always like, what I love too, is that is to see you go from like your ex-husband to Eddie, it was like such a big change in the best way, like where Eddie just lets you be you. And I think that that's yeah. like yeah. the perfect recipe for like a husband. Yeah, <laughs> it was. And it's um, funny you say that because when I first started dating Eddie, he didn't try to control me or tell me what to wear, or what to do. And, and I really thought like, wow, he doesn't really, he's not really that into me. And I was so programmed to think that for somebody to love you, they had to control you. you. They had to control you. So it was really a hard transition for me. And then afterwards, I'm like, oh my gosh, like 
he actually cares and lets me do whatever I want. I mean, obviously we're respectful to each other, but he, um, you know, he lets me be me. Yeah. And that's so cute. I love, I love seeing that. Um, I'm not saying I don't annoy him sometimes. Or he'll be oh, like, well. <laughs> really? Did you really have to do that? <laughs> yeah. He is probably like shaking his head like, oh, Tamara, like, yeah. what is she doing? I loved reading in the book that you wanted him to call you Tammy. Yeah. And yeah. he was like, no, no, no. <laughs> He's like, I'm not doing that. No, no. So for people that haven't read the book. So when I got casted on the show, I went by Tammy. I, I mean, my birth name is Tamara, but right. my mom, my dad, everybody called me Tammy. I went through school, Tammy. And there was already a Tammy Knickerbocker on the show. And I said, well, you can call me by, you know, like my birth name, Tamara. And I had some friends that would call me that. And um, they're like, okay, perfect. And then it's just like, my mom still calls me Tammy. I'm like, well, now that I'm no longer on the show. And he's like, no, I'm not calling you that. I don't even know you by that name. Yeah. He's like, that's a whole different person. I feel like, like that's, mm-hmm. that's so funny. How are your kids? How's Ryan and Spencer and Sophia? They're everybody is Everyone's doing good. great. Everyone's great. Ava is almost seven years old. And that's mind blowing. She's almost like to my shoulder, which I'm not like, I can't get over this. Yeah. But her mom's really tall. So I'm like, oh my gosh, you're going to be taller than me Ava, any day now. And she's like, he, he, he. And then Sophia, she is a junior in high school. Spencer and they, but Spencer and Sophia live with me full time. And Spencer is moving out. He's going to go to college. So, and then Sydney, my oldest, she's been away at college for quite a few years. And she's actually graduated already and decided to live in that state. I can't say what state it is, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, so everybody's oh my doing God. great. Everybody's That's good. Doing yeah, I love yeah. to hear that because I love seeing. Well, it's crazy to see that your granddaughter's seven. I know because like we watched her be born. I know. So <laughs> I'm just like I haven't aged a day. I don't know <laughs> how she's seven. I know. Then I have my mom moved in with us. We have oh a God. we have a casita and we added on a little kitchenette for her. So she's got her oh own, my little, God. Her own little I love your here. mom. Yeah, she's something else. She yeah. is a legend. I love her so much. I'm like, she yeah. is she you guys are mom. similar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've actually learned a lot just from listening to her. I'm like, oh my God, I can't say that. I can't do that. I got to shut up. I got to think before I speak. (laughs) Oh my God, I know where I got it from. Yeah, my mom, I, she's lost her filter. I don't know where it has gone, but it's disappeared. And she just feels the need to share whatever's on her mind at all times. Well, that's my mom. She just says every, I'm like, oh my gosh, do we really need to hear this? Oh my God. Well, you know that people call Gina from Orange County, Gina Casita. Do you know that? Yes, I have heard that. Yeah. <laughs> so when you said Casita, I was like, Gina Casita? Yeah, it um, is. It's like when she moved in that Casita, it was literally around the corner from my house. So I want to talk to you about Vena CBD. Yeah. I would because this was, I believe, something, I don't know why I remember like you started it while you were on the show, but it was never really like shown. I feel like. Yeah, that was, that was (laughs) a very sore subject with me. It was a, you know, a legitimate business that I started on the show and they're always Mm -hmm. very skeptical about showing businesses because a lot of girls on the show will just, you know, put their name on somebody else's and try to act like it's. Yeah. 
And I know a few of them that were doing that at the time and they were showing their business. And I'm like, wait, I put like hundreds of thousands of dollars into this and started this business and you're, you know, you won't show it. So they said it was a legal issue that they were worried about the legalities of cannabis. Oh, okay. so, you know, and I reassured them like they, there are certain things that they couldn't, they couldn't say CBD or they couldn't. So we said it, we called it being a wellness to try. We filmed a launch party. We did so much. I mean, Oh my God. And they took it all out. And I was, I didn't know that until maybe two nights before I went to the reunion. Cause the reunion, there's always like four, four or five episodes left. And so they sent over and I'm like, wait, where's my lunch party? Where's all this? And they're like, yeah, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? And you're, you're showing people that aren't even really have a legit business. They're just putting a name on somebody else's and promoting it. And in two months from now, they won't even be connected with that business anymore. So I was frustrated. I was really, really angry my last reunion, my last, the end of the last season that I was on because I just felt like it was wrong. So they didn't show it, but you know what? I still have this huge platform. I was going to say, I was like, I yeah. feel like you have the last laugh because it's doing so well. Yes. And there's, I think people just assume that because you're a housewife, like it'd be easy to launch a business and ex- I, obviously it's not easy, but the fact yeah. that you were able to launch it and not even really show it on the show and it's still going and it's still successful is like a huge testament to you. Yeah. I mean, it was um, the most amazing thing, the smartest thing I would say that we ever did. You know, I, I was just like, we opened the gym up. It's been open nine years. It does well. Is it going to make us millions? Probably not ever. We would have to franchise and it's so much work. And I always tell myself, yeah. I'm not ever going to do a brick and mortar business. It's a great platform for health and fitness and other things that I do in my life. When we opened Vina, like, it was successful like the first month. And I thought, oh my God, like what is going on here? And now, you know, we're three years, almost three years and it's a multi-million dollar business. So yeah. So it's like, and I did that all from my, my social, but also you gotta, you gotta know, like when it comes to business, if you don't have a good product, if you don't have good customer service, if you're not rolling out new products, if it's not working or if it's, you know, snake oil, you're going to go under. I'm definitely proud of it. It's, it's a lot of work. People think like, oh, you know, big deal. No, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Lot and of work. so what are the benefits do you find of CBD? I'm a huge, I don't want to say user of CBD, but I love it. It really helps me because I have like chronic pain issues. So yeah. we have about 20 different products in our line and mm-hmm. we started out with CBD isolate and I'm not sure what, what kind you take. Do you take full spectrum or do you take isolate? Full spectrum has THC in it. Oh no, it doesn't have THC in it. Okay. So you probably take an isolate. Do you take gummy, a drop? A gummy. Yeah. Yeah. As you say, like the benefits of it, anti-anxiety, it helps with pain. It helps with sleep. It helps overall just putting your body back in homeostasis, like wherever your body is lacking, that's where the CBD is going to go to. Now it's all natural. It comes from the hemp plants. Our biggest seller is our full spectrum. And that has, you know, it's not like you're going to go to the dispensary and get like a THC gummy where it's going to knock you on your ass. It's not like that at all. It has enough in it that it just boosts the CBD. So Mm -hmm. it's going to give you, it's, it's stronger. 
Now we're actually coming out with one with more THC in it. And that seems to be what people really like because it, it's just enough to, you know, help you sleep, help you with stress. In fact, um, oh, now I can't remember her name. Stephanie from Dallas, Stephanie and oh Holman and Brandy and Brandy. Brandy. I want to call, yeah. call her Ginger for some reason because she, well, she has red hair. <laughs> yeah, she looks like a ginger. So Brandy was telling me she's she does a subscription from us, so she gets hers every cent once a month. And she said she's able to get off other medications that helped her calm down just by the full spectrum CBD. Oh my God. That's amazing. I swear by it because I have like huge neck problems. Like I swear by CBD because it just like, I don't sleep. It just takes off, right? It does. And like my body can just like, I feel like my, I can just breathe and like, I don't have pain. It's just so nice. Also, we have topicals you know, for like, oh, you know, okay. you put it on and you can put it on throughout the day. Uh, we launched a skincare line this year. We have soaking salts. We have dog treats. We, I mean, oh we my God. pretty much have a, everything. Our newest and- is um, full spectrum capsules because they were before we just had them in gummies. And for the people like on keto that don't want sugar, cause there's a little bit of sugar in them. They can just take a capsule. Um, oh my God, you thought of everything. Oh, I know. We have from 500 to 1500 to 3000 milligrams. So, oh my 3000. Yeah, yeah. So we Jesus. have, yeah. And, um, like for me, before I go to bed, I'll take a full spectrum gummy, one of our restful night, which has a little bit of melatonin in it. And the oh. other one is just full spectrum. And that's my cocktail before I go to bed. And I am out. I don't get like, I don't get foggy when I wake up or mm-hmm. like, you know, I took a sleeping pill and it was hard for me mm-hmm. to wake up. I just get up and I'm wide awake. You feel good. You feel sprightly. You're ready yeah. to take on the day. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was really surprised by my reaction to CBD the first time I ever took it. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to handle this. And I woke up and I felt so good. Yeah. I was like, I this think is a lot of people, they don't know what dose to take. And they don't understand because you can't really put a dosage on it. So it's something that you have to experiment with. You really can't overdo it with CBD. I feel like if you do, you're just peeing out expensive pee. That's what you're doing. Yeah. (laughs) So you have to find like that sweet spot. Like if you did one drop and it wasn't enough or you didn't feel effects, then either go up in your, you know, your strength or do two. So people just don't, and they give up and you have to be consistent too. You can't just take it once and just be like, okay, that didn't work. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. And because you're the CEO, you're a boss, you're a (laughs) boss, babe. You're a girl boss. Have you been able to team with, you know, at the gym and with the CBD company. So I never feel like I'm the boss. (laughs) And then of course, I know you can't say much about it, but I know you just filmed a Bluestone Banner. Yes. Yes, I did. How, how was that? Was that a good time? Um, I have renamed it to Menopause Manor. Okay. Wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm picking up what you're putting down. Uh, yeah. I talked. I talked with Dorinda. What was that last week? And she's exactly like I ever. She's more than I ever dreamed of. She's exactly the same. Yeah, she is. And she 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 talked about you guys um, on All Stars, and she was just like. I think because she she's like, I was coming out of COVID. I haven't been around that many people. And especially in my house in like 
a year and a half. She's like, I was crazy. Um, I was like, yeah. Yeah. I can't, can't really confirm or deny that, but um, (laughs) yeah, that's a good way of putting it. (laughs) Yeah. Who did you like most connect with? Obviously Vicky was there, which everyone was so excited about, but like, did you connect with another housewife? while you were there strangely enough i really liked everybody i mean we had our differences for sure but at the end of the day everybody was nice i really really like phaedra she is just so sweet and so kind and so lovely and so beautiful i i mean i can't say enough good things about phaedra and yeah. Eva was just so beautiful and so sweet, and nice. She's be- she was very outspoken. That's what Dorinda said. She said Eva was so beautiful that she's like sometimes I would just stare at her. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yes. it's stunning, just natural beauty, like nothing wrong. No, and like she's just one of those people. I feel like just wakes up like that. Like she yeah. just oh she- totally. I've seen her wake up. I'm like yeah. oh. <laughs> okay, okay. God loved That's you a little bit more. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. I love that. Um, okay. This is going to be a really strange question, but I've always wanted to know, do you do your own hair? Cause you always have the best hair for the most, like you have the best volume uh, for the most part. Well, some of it's fake. Most of it. Well, most of it was fake when I was filming, (laughs) not most of it, half of it. When we had big events, I obviously would do hair, have hair and makeup and I have Mm -hmm. some best girls. Gina now has my glam team for the show and look how, look how great she looks. So I can't take all the credit for it because Melissa and Christina are amazing. So that was my team for many, many years. And the Gina needed that glam team. She did. I know. I I was such a go for a minute. And she looks great. I actually, she looks amazing. She looks, I've never seen her look so good. I ran into her at Nordstrom a few months ago before they took their trip and just kind of caught up with her and um, she just looks so good. I just kept looking at her. God, you look so good. Yeah. So I think she's, you know, the glam team and she's happy now. Yeah. But, she's uh, yeah. in a good, pl- she's in a much yeah. better place. She's not in a casita, you know, she, with she her ex-husband. oddly reminds me of me 12 years ago. So if you think about it, like I got out of a bad relationship, I moved into a two bedroom apartment with three kids I had this hundred square foot apartment at most. (laughs) Then I went into a little condo and then I met my guy. I had some bad, ugly hair days. (laughs) I used to put my hair white in the beginning and she's pretty outspoken. So she kind of reminds me of me. And I see that. Yeah. Oh my God. And speaking of a mini you, uh, Megan King. Well, okay. Megan. Owens. Owens. I think is her name now. Yeah, Megan I Owens. I mean, she I have you talked to her at all? Because okay, she got so, married within three weeks. I know. So funny thing is, is like I saw that she posted about him, and then then I hear that she's getting married. Like I see it in the press. So I text her, I'm like, Are you getting married? Yeah. Like if you are, congratulations, but are you getting married? Nothing. She didn't respond back to me. And then it came out where there's pictures. And I'm, and as I text her back, I go, well, obviously you're busy because you're getting married. Congratulations. Or something like that. <laughs> and then she texts me a day later. She's like, yeah, thank you. I'm so happy. And, oh my and God. I haven't actually talked to her on the phone yet. 
I know. Well, she posted a photo, like you said of him. And I was like, oh, her new man or whatever. And then literally it was like a week later, I opened my eyes and on Twitter, it was like, President Joe Biden is going to Edmund's wedding. I was like, only Megan would have the president at her wedding. (laughs) I was like, okay, I guess this is happening. Um, That's so funny. I just had to ask you about it because I remember on the show, you would refer to her as like your mini me sometimes because she was so outspoken and stuff. So yeah, yeah, so funny. I think like season 11, like I feel like that cast was so good. So good. Yeah. Was Heather, was that her last season? I think it was Heather's last season. Megan yeah. was on, Kelly was on, I was on, Shannon. You guys went to Ireland. Yes. That's what it was. I was like, okay, I'm remembering it all now. Yeah, you guys went to Ireland in search of Megan's family, ancestors. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, I guess that's, that's why they're so, there. So organic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That always makes me laugh on the shows is how you guys are maybe told to bring up like your next trip. It just like makes me laugh. I know. Um, so before I let you go, I, my last question that I ask every guest is, do you think Erica Jane knew about Tom? <laughs> oh my God. I don't know her, you know, right. personally, like I met her at Bravo Con and a few other places. I would hate to think that she did know. Right. But I, but I also have businesses and LLCs and S Corps, all these things. And I'm like, you know, when money's being siphoned into your account, like, what is this? Where's it from? I mean, you have to be smarter about it as a woman. And yeah. I don't think she's dumb. Right. But I don't know how much of it she knew. Like it right. could, I it could go back and forth. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, exactly. So it could just be like she had a marriage of convenience and the money came rolling in and she didn't ask questions. Yeah. I mean like me, like I I'd be like so suspicious. I'd I'm so nosy. Like yeah. I would be all over it. If someone deposited twenty million dollars into my account, I would be like, What? Well, you accept that money, you're responsible for it. <laughs> Yeah. But then I go back and forth because I'm like, there's no way she knew. I, like, you know, because I'm just like, that wouldn't happen. Like, I just, I can't ever figure it out. So I just always have to ask my guests, like, where they land. Yeah, I think the hardest thing is, is that she's filming during this. And that's probably, from a legal view, not the smartest thing she could do. Because everything... Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I was in a lawsuit one, the last year I was on and I was told, do not say a word. My attorney's like, do not breathe a word about it. Anything you say or do can be held against you. You will be deposed. You are creating more work in this case. You know, so, so in my little thing, so I'm like, wow, like yeah. her attorneys must be cringing every time she opens her mouth. Oh my God. Well, union, so I don't know what, how much was exposed. Well, she kind of answers every question and Sonny on The View brought up to Andy Cohen yesterday, like, are the lawyers going to ask for footage from Bravo? And he's like, the look on his face was like, oh yeah, probably. (laughs) I was like, yeah, it's, I'm just shocked that she is even filming now, like another season. I'm blown away. Yeah, I know. I don't think that she's been charged with anything, though, has she? No. So, I mean, if she really doesn't have anything to hide, 
you know, she's just doing her thing. Did she know? I don't think anybody will ever know if she knew or not. No, I don't think we'll ever know. Because Tom is like... Any person... I couldn't imagine any person knowing that this money is coming from victims and you're spending it and you're bragging about money. I just don't, I don't see her being that person. I don't either. I just don't see it. I mean, it takes a special kind of asshole to, to, to know that this money is being taken from victims and people that don't have yeah. money. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I just had to ask. Cause like I said, I ask every guest, everybody who comes on, I'm like, where does because the world wants to know what Eric well, confused because only she can only talk about so much and she's probably talked about more than she should. No, I know. And like, you know what? I quote Vicki Gunvalson all the time and I say Satan loves confusion. <laughs> Satan loves confusion. She's so funny. She comes up I, <laughs> I say it all the time. Um, because it's true. Yeah. So thank you so much, Tamara, for thank coming you. on and taking your time. I'm glad we got the so Zoom figure out. Oh my God. Thank you. You're like, you don't understand. I might cry after this. Um, oh, just it's like a dream come true. You're so sweet. Obviously people can find you like at Tamara Judge, but where can they yeah. follow like your CBD company on Instagram? Yeah. Uh, and Vena CBD, V-E-N-A CBD. Yeah. And I have it awesome. linked to my, my Instagram as well. Perfect. Love that. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. It was great meeting you. Finally. Oh, it was so good meeting you. I know. Address and I'll send you some. I'll send you a goodie bag. Oh, good. I love goodie bags. Yeah. All right. Well, you have a good day, Tamara. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed my quick little recap. And then of course, my chat with Tammy Sue. And remember, we have new episodes every Tuesday, which are pop culture related. And every Friday is, of course, Bravo Friday. And this podcast is brought to you by The Dip. So for 20% off at thedip.com, use H-O-T-M. That is H-O-T-M. And again, I am a words of affirmation person. So if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be lovely. And check out the other amazing podcasts brought to you by The Dip. Uh, If you love Allison, which I know you all love Allison, I get so much amazing comments about her on the podcast. Check out Pop Chaser and TV Watcher Pete. There's also the Slut Pig podcast, which is hosted by Christian Gray Snow, Exposed podcast, and Morgan Pop Talks is on here. It's great. So go check those out and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. What exactly are microplastics? They're small, man-made. They're less than five millimeters long and they're around you every day. Microplastics are toxic. They cunningly seep into water, the air, and the things we eat. By contaminating our food chain, they make their way to you. Through vegetables at the supermarket and yes, through fruit too. They're literally everywhere. That's the problem at hand. Every cigarette butt you see on the ground contains 15,000 strands. Learn more at undo.org. Coming in at five foot three inches, it's number one mom. She switched to Xfinity and got the all new three for one bundle. Unlimited internet, streaming, and Xfinity mobile. All for what you could pay wireless companies for just one 5G unlimited line. Boom shakalaka. Go to Xfinity.com slash three for one. Call 1-800-XFINITY or visit an Xfinity store today. Limited time offer. Restrictions apply. Xfinity mobile requires post-pay Xfinity internet. After 24 months, regular rates apply to all services and devices.